You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Because I need you here by my side. Because I love the way you hold me This is Marjorie Alford in the studio with Chicago R&B artist Matt B. Matt, if you'd like to say hi. What's up, what's up, Chicago? So, right off the bat, what was the first venue you performed at here in Chicago, and what was it like getting up there for the first time? Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even know if I remember that. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't have a venue um, that I could think of off the top of my head, but I did used to be a part of a group with my brother. So, like, what came to mind is just performing in high school and just having the reaction of the crowd and just seeing, like, wow, like, I can move people. I really can't do this. So that always stands out to me. And do you have any other creative outlets? Uh, I do. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm a real adrenaline drunkie. <laughs> a thrill seeker, so to speak. Um, so I don't know if that would be considered a creative outlet, but you know, I like to ride motorcycles. Uh, um, I actually quite as kept have a bachelor's degree in architecture. So if I could, I could go build a skyscraper, right? But instead I decided to sing. <laughs> uh, I dance, uh, obviously I write, and uh, I do play a little bit of piano. So, Very cool. so I stay busy. Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> On Instagram, you shared a video of fans performing a choreographed number to one of your tracks. Can you tell me what it's like as an artist to see your work inspiring others to create? That's like, so I was asleep and I woke up to that, which is always just so crazy because it's like, you know, because Japan is in a different time zone. So it's crazy to know that people are creating based off of your creation while you're sleeping. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a crazy notion. So that, so I never really have or I don't think I never really will get used to that feeling because that's that that's what I live for whether it be you know the, the the accolades and and the money and all that is all well and good but to know that you touch someone so deeply that it pushed them to create further based off of your work is just inspiring to me it makes me want to create more yeah that totally makes sense I saw that <laughs> video and I was like oh that must feel so good <laughs> yeah for sure awesome you have an EP titled No Days Off, but you also talk in interviews about the importance of living your normal life. What does your normal life look like and how do you strike a balance between your ambition and normalcy? So for me, um, I have little ones. So I have, I, I have my, my little mini-me's that run around that, that, uh, that I love to death and take care of. And you know, it's just so important to show them that balance, to show them that balance of life. and. Um, and you know no days off because i mean you know no matter how much you try like you can always try harder you can always push harder it's always about pushing yourself to that next level and that's always what i'm about and to take that time to really reflect i don't really see that as a day off i see it as more so zen time to recharge to go and, and go hard again so no days off <laughs> Your manager who is in the studio with us is also your wife. What is it like working so closely with your life partner? Now that's also really, <laughs> I've never <laughs> asked you that question before. Uh, it has its ups and downs, right? So um, luckily for me, it's more ups than downs. <laughs> 
and you know it's always someone who is going to be there for me someone that i know has my best interests at all times someone who has my back no matter what uh and it's going to tell me like it is no matter what whether i like it or not and you know just um really receiving that no matter how it's said in order to just push me to the next level and i grind for not only myself but i grind for my family so when i'm doing certain things and moving a certain way to have her by my side is like i know and i have that constant reminder of why i do what i do so it's an amazing feeling you guys have a beautiful social media presence too. <laughs> Thank you. Pardon me, I know you feel some type of weight. But I ain't in a wasting time of energy. So as you've mentioned, you have three children at home. Do you think the ways you chase your dreams has changed now that you're a parent? In ways it has, um, but in other ways it hasn't. I mean, in the ways that it has changed, it's made me really value my time and realize that, you know, you only have a certain amount of it. And, you know, I'll be damned if I'm wasting my time to do something when I could be with my little ones or you know things of that nature i i want to build a legacy for them now that's what i'm focused on more so than more so than just like you know look at me you know it's, <laughs> it's not so much about that anymore it's it it, it it always has been like you know i want to share my talent i want to share my gifts with the world but it's coming from it from a different angle for sure now awesome Oh, you got some good questions. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I like to like not do the just, you know, yeah, on the surface good. stuff. Yeah, like I actually definitely. want to get to know you. These people want to get to yeah, know you. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> and when you're on tour, do your kids travel with you? I wish they could. I really do. And, you know, we'll get to that point as they start to get older. But as it stands, no. But we do a lot of FaceTime and, and, and things of that nature. So, like, my day would, <laughs> my day would go, like, I wake up. I'm doing my vocal warm-ups. I'll probably do a few interviews in the city that I'm in and or, you know, we're getting lunch or something along those lines. We do our sound check. And then from there, we I'll FaceTime them. I'll talk to them in, during the day. I'll probably end up talking to them before I go on stage. And I'll probably end up talking to them again after I get off stage. So, I mean, regardless of how far away we are from one another, we're always keeping that tight-knit family vibe no matter what and you know uh, the little ones are better for it because they, they they get sad sometimes but they understand why we're doing what we're doing and having that unlimited access mm. especially since now they all have iPads and they all have our telephone numbers so now they're FaceTiming us whenever they want so that gets interesting at times <laughs> that's adorable and speaking of children, you recently performed for children at Comer's Children Hospital at the University of Chicago. What inspired you to give that performance? I always, well, you know, it's deeply rooted in just how I was raised and the fact that my mom always instilled in me the importance of giving back. And for me, like, those little kids, like, they need that. They need something to get their minds off of whatever it is that they're going through at the time and you know like me as a kid I don't even know if I would even be that strong to be in that situation and still be able to smile so to go especially with me having little ones I know how important it is just to get that 
get those kids to really feel something outside of their current situation and that's why we do an annual holiday cheer tour where we go to those different hospitals and, and, and orphanages and things of that nature to just spread that joy of music. That's amazing. So you mentioned you do this annually. How many years have you been doing this now? This has been our second year and uh, two years long, two years strong, and we're not stopping. <laughs> That's fantastic. So when you're on tour, how do you pass the time? Sleeping? No, you don't get it. <laughs> I wish it was sleep. <laughs> but uh, I write. Uh, I record because a lot of times I'll have access to to different studios around the country. Um, you know, your wife is a foodie, so <laughs> she, I'm not so much, but you know, you know, that's the give and take, right? So we go and we try and hit different restaurants and things of that nature. Um, a lot of vocal, um, just just keeping my keeping my chops just like really up to par and, and things of that nature. So there's always something to do. And not to mention that, you know, social media, but you know, I try and stay off that. <laughs> you got to limit yourself. Where do you draw inspiration from? I, personally, I draw inspiration from everyday life. So whether that be the interview that we're having right now and just seeing like, I mean, you have like some super dope vibes going on. I love your hair. I just love, I love the fact that you color your eyebrows to match your hair. Like that's just dope. So it's like, or like you, you'll go somewhere, especially when I toured over, uh, over the summer and I was able to go and just completely run the whole gamut of the East Coast and the West Coast and the Midwest and the South and just having those conversations with people and, and them talking to me about how they feel about my music or if they had a bad day or a breakup and things of that nature and then taking that energy and pulling it into the music so that way I'm talking about something with substance. And is there anything else you think your fans would like to know about you? I would say... Um, and this is probably just completely left field, but I'm an extremely literal person, almost to my detriment. <laughs> so, and if anyone has dealt with a literal person, like, sometimes they can be very difficult to speak to because, like, you take things for what they are. You don't read in between the lines and infer. And, you know, I've, I've been working on that and growing in that as a person. And one thing that I recall when I was at the airport, um, the TSA agent asked me if I had any laptops or anything like that on me. Now for, <laughs> look, you already know where this is leading. <laughs> so I walked through security, I'm like, what? Like, I don't have any laptops or anything on me. What are you talking about? And then I'm looking at her like she's crazy. And then she's like, no, I mean like in your bag or in your, so you know, like that can be an issue at times. <laughs> So if you ever meet me, please be patient with me because I'm a very literal person. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been Marjorie Alford in the studio with Matt B. Thank you so much for meeting with me. Thank you, Marjorie. If you liked what you heard, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Chirp Radio. Hear what's next. Louis Prada, she stay laced up in designer.